0: Hey everybody, this is Mike. Uh, just wanted to, know, did you know that uh, we had a great time with our guest, Retro Princess? However, you're going to notice a bit of audio distortion due to the fact that instead of using a uh, headphone and microphone like most of our guests, she used a headset, meaning that the microphone was very next was very close to her ear cups, and she had the volume up extremely loud. So you're going to be hearing a bit of echo, and there was nothing I could do to fix it. So gonna sound a little weird but it's worth it because she was a fantastic guest we had a lot of laughs and we hope you can look past that and enjoy this wonderful guest her commentary (laughs) and all the fun that we had thanks for listening and enjoy the show (laughs)
1: Welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power Magazine. You've tuned in for part two of volume 59 from April of 1994. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always is my co-host, Mike. How's it going, E? And uh, we are still missing John. He is still out there playing golf and getting a happy ending at a massage parlor nearby. (laughs) And (laughs) returning guest by popular demand... Restaurant Princess, how are you doing?
2: I'm okay. It's the only time I've ever been popular. It's very exciting.
1: <laughs> well, wow, you're into your, in, in your second bottle of gin by now, right? Yeah. Excellent.
2: Yeah.
1: You like it. Okay, no, they're, what's? The, they're, what's the,
2: they're in cute little cans. They're pre-mixed in cute little cans, but they're really, really small cans and a lot of alcohol in them. They're really quite strong. Your,
1: what's the brand? What's your brand tonight?
2: Uh... Tesco's. Tesco's. <laughs> Tesco's London dry gin with nice. reduced calorie tonic for the more portly lady, <laughs> and um,
3: for
0: the
1: port for the portly drunk.
2: For the portly drunk.
1: Um, <laughs> so Tesco's like the corner shop, right? It's like a Circle K or
2: no, no, it's it's like one of the biggest supermarkets we have. It's like a big. Oh, okay. It's kind of like um, like a
1: Safeway, Walmart. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like you've got Walmart. We have Asda. You have mm-hmm. something else. We have.
0: We have President's Choice.
2: Uh, I what? don't want to know what your president chooses. To be honest. <laughs> I
1: don't want. I don't want any part of his choice.
2: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is in Canada, and
0: it's uh, been around for a long time. It, uh, it, we, we also affectionately have a uh, it has a, a sub brand called No Name where it's just like <laughs> a yellow label with black print on it so it says like No Name <laughs> like cream of mushroom soup
2: No Name
1: you, you can usually determine the price of something by the container. If it's in like plastic you know it's like super cheap like mmm this is the stuff that uh, bums drink excellent. Oh no it's made in like tin cans and
0: stuff like it's it's mm. excellent stuff it's just it's, it's just no name. That's a it's step like, up. That's a, step a cute up. joke. Because <laughs> no name is an actual registered trademark. So.
1: That's funny.
3: Okay. It's Canada. So, we,
0: we know
1: funny. I'll, I'll give our uh, post roll at the beginning here. So if anyone would like to reach out to us in between episodes, you can find us on facebook.com slash Podcast. You can find old issues and other information on our website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. You can also uh, sign up to donate to the show and be a sponsor at patreon.com slash playing with power. And we have some exclusive content coming those w- coming uh, their way. Uh, you can also uh, give us a rating and review on iTunes, which helps get to spread the word. And you can reach out to Mike on Twitter at GetThePower88. Retro, how can people get, get a hold of you if you'd like them to?
2: Uh, if you look for me on Twitter, I'm under Retro Princess One, and check out my pinned tweet. You can find my links for Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and.
1: You got an Instagram?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, I had no idea.
2: Yeah, I I'd, well, <laughs> I only use it when I remember, which isn't very frequently, but. Oh okay. I do I do put pictures of me with like my hair, and then I'm pulling a dar face and stick on a filter uh, so i don't look quite so stupid <laughs> and ugly <laughs> yeah,
0: we would have an instagram account except i do enough shit around here yeah <laughs> and i really can't be bothered like we put photos up we put photos up on the facebook if you're gonna be one of those people that's just like oh i don't do facebook because you think you're some freaking hipster or something then you know screw you
1: we're too here's the th- here's the real deal. We're too lazy to do other formats. Yeah, yeah. This job doesn't pay enough. Yeah. Okay. Not yet. You gotta you gotta
0: keep that Patreon. Make us think like, oh shit, this is actually worth our time.
2: <laughs> I don't even have yeah. a Patreon, so I just get invited onto podcasts by these like, you know.
0: Excellent, handsome, <laughs> excellent, talented, humorous gentleman.
2: Um. Mmm. Mm. Nice.
3: That,
0: okay, i
1: will move that, on from that. That. <laughs> that. hesitation doesn't speak well, but... Wow. We'll pick it up on page 70 here in Counselor's Corner. So we have a uh, person of indiscriminate sex here, Mark Nagel. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what this
0: person looks like. This person looks like Janice Joplin. <laughs>
3: yes.
2: A little
1: bit. <clears throat> and the question with an, is... With <laughs> Janice Joplin with, with an Adam's apple. <laughs> and a cleft chin.
0: Yes. So it says, Luffy in the Fortress of Deal. Why is Luffy afraid to enter the room that says women only?
2: It for the women.
0: Uh, Luf- <laughs> this guy shouldn't be afraid of that. Oh, Lufia. yes, they should. Luffy, well, he can enter any bathroom he wants, apparently. Yeah. Luffy won't enter the room with the old cave labeled women only unless Aguro was a member of your party. And Aguro, and it says to enlist him. So you have to, in eight, oh my gosh, you have to have a man with you to enter the ladies-only bathroom. This... Is...
1: Hold
0: on. <laughs> I, I can see... When you
1: leave the inn, Argar will automatically join you and you, you'll be able to enter the women's only room and get the fairy's kiss. <laughs> oh <my God>. Wow. <laughs> so apparently this room has a has a gay glory hole in it.
0: You, you, you meet a man in the ladies' room and you can get a fairy kiss. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. That's, oh that's boy. exactly wow. what I heard.
0: We, we, got to send, okay. we got to make John listen to this episode so he knows exactly what he's missing. Sorry. All right, next
1: game is Secret of Mana. Steve Geddes looks. Well, the dads have, re, have uh, repopulated Ninja <laughs> <inches of> Power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do I get the Midge Mallet? How do I get the Salamando Magic? Where can I find the Sea Hare's Tail? Yep, yeah, we get so. to see
0: beautiful screenshots of Secret of Mana.
1: So, yay! And next, we have a woman with a very 90s hairstyle, Sherry Brown, which looks like she came straight out of Blossom. <laughs> talking about uh, Wario Land, Super Mario Land 3, and asking, answering questions about where the treble is in, uh, what the treasure is in, in uh, room in level nine. How can I recover a treasure that I've lost, and how do I reach the treasure chest in level 11? Yeah. What did you think? What did you think about that game, by the way? Since I missed that one. Uh, you're
0: talking to me or her? You? Oh me! I played this game. I fucking loved it. It was great.
1: Yeah. Princess, did you ever play Wario Land? No. Moving Damn on. It. Final Fantasy. Uh, I, <laughs> I played Legend a lot three. of Pokemon. <laughs> We've got Scott Callahan. You're looking like a used car salesman, giving you that <laughs> wink too. <laughs> he looks like he's wearing a wig too.
0: Oh, uh, it's just so much black in the background. I can't tell where his hair ends and the background
1: begins. <laughs> it looks like he's got a. I think he's got a hairpiece on. <laughs> for sure yeah that looks fake anyways uh, he's he's answering questions to how can I change back into a human and how do I defeat Saul? and Sol looks like Zeus and after you I defeat, you defeat you Zeus you then he turns, turns into a, uh, a
0: mutated testicle
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the flying spaghetti monster <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a mutated testicle with all these like pubes coming off the yeah head. it's like, that was disgusting Whoa.
1: My pubes have pubes. <laughs> it's a cancerous nad. <laughs> Next up, you've got a uh, step-by-step guide to Crystallis, which we'll skip. Which is a, just a wall of text, basically telling you how to beat this game step by step. So it's a complete walkthrough of the game. It yeah. looks like. At least for uh, certain areas that they didn't cover originally. I
0: tried dabbling with this game before, if you listen to the earlier episodes, and uh, while I like the concept of it, it did not seem to play, it did not agree with me very well. Mm -hmm. But then again, it wasn't a very intuitive game, so maybe if I had this four or five page walkthrough... No, it doesn't even go, because we have to... uh, It says the next next issue we get area six through ten, so this game is a fucking sloth.
1: It's, a it's honestly very odd that they decided to add this in at this point. Because this game has been out for, what, a couple of years now? Yeah. It's like this just suddenly give a walkthrough to Crystallis later levels. I guess they were just tired of answering uh, phone calls about it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, how many people were calling about Crystalis? So Crystallis. next up we've got Uh, <laughs> uh, <Crystall>. oh. uh <laughs> We've got the Power Players Challenge. And uh, the Dick nose Drawer is back. We have a bottle that says uh, Nintendo Power on the cap, and inside it's got a a, a gold P. <laughs> <Instead of God. laughs>
3: it's got.
1: A- I need the gold P. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Trump. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! There was this amazing like meme that went out like after that that secret uh, you know report came out. Uh, where we discussed the urination. And it was like this picture of Trump, and at the top it says, what's the difference between a, a garbanzo gar- gar- uh, gar- bean gar- and a chickpea? And at the bottom it says, I've never had a garbanzo bean on my face. <laughs>
3: oh! oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 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 anyway, inside the bottle
1: here. It's got like a treasure map of some sort, and um, it just says Power Player's Challenge in, in it. Okay, moving on. What's up at Interplay? So this is an in-depth feature into what's going on at developer uh, Interplay, which is uh, California-based. These so were the guys. Created...
0: Yeah, these were the guys that came up with the original Fallout, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. I think so. So they've actually—they're actually, they're actually a, I believe, a publisher, uh, not, a, not a developer. Excuse me. So they've uh, released. Yeah, produced. Uh The Lost Vikings, which is again the, one of the first blizzard games. Clay Fighter, Rock and Roll Racing, and Out of This World. Oh, we get to
0: see um, El- we get to see uh Elvis here looking like he's busting a nut.
2: I have to say yeah, it's really gross that is the image of me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, that is just how I look when I wake up. I'm just like, ugh. Oh. Kind of like, yeah. yeah, like kind of like Jabba the Hut. <laughs>
1: Lovely. Yeah. That's an image. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> so, they're basically talking about uh, production to various games, and then now they're talking about what's coming up. So, they talk, they mention uh, Blackthorn, which is a sci-fi action adventure game. They have a Lord of the Rings game coming out, and they kind of show you some pre-production images from it. So, they, for the Lord of the Rings game, they got a guy to stand in a bathrobe, wearing a fake wig and a hat. He uses reference images for drawing Gandalf in the game. And then there's another one on the next page: the guy wearing a towel and nothing else, holding a shield. And uh, he's playing an orc, it looks like, in the game.
0: Oh, the guy, the Gandalf is wearing a fucking bathrobe and a sombrero. <laughs> and he's holding the beard with his mouth. Yeah.
2: Father Christmas yeah, goes on holiday to Mexico.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's pa- he's Padre Christmas now.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: mm. uh.
2: So
1: I didn't I didn't get too much into this. Uh was there anything you else, you guys found in this article?
2: Not really.
0: Uh, well okay. it says uh, Matt Findley is the Lord of the Rings mm. When we visited He showed us how the characters were animated Oh my gosh uh, Let's just go on to the next game Prehistoric with a K Man For the Game Boy
3: Yet another
1: um, Old uh, Prehistoric Caveman game yeah, So we... what's that make now We have Adventure Island Flintstones series. Flintstones Joe and Mac We have uh, Joe and Mac Who's the kid with the big head? Bonk. Bonk. Uh, and we had those other two guys. Did we say Joe and Mac? Yeah, we said Joe yeah. and Mac. No, there's another one with two guys. Isn't there? You know there is. Oh, there is. There is. <laughs> there is. I'm, I'm forgetting it, though. And now we have Prehistoric Man. So I don't know why this genre like, won't die. Like Why is this such a popular uh, setting?
0: Yeah, it so, most of these screenshots are awful, except mm. when we get to see some of them, like the boss fight, and it looks pretty darn awesome. You get to fight this T-Rex thing, which decides to stomp on you, since he has, like, tiny arms and can't do shit.
3: It's just <laughs> he does, he, oddly he, illustrated.
0: He
1: decides to do the Mario. He's just, like, sitting on him. He's editor, he's just, like, pooped him out. <laughs> so, he's actually got a... The prehistoric man has a... Um, a hang glider in this for some reason. So that's an interesting, interesting mechanic you can have
2: in there. There just seems to be so many different texture of rock. There's like different. Yeah. It's just it's just rocks and I don't know. It just doesn't yeah. really sell it to me.
1: No, it doesn't do it for me either. Nope. And so then, let's take a look at the illustrations. Look at page eighty
0: seven. <laughs> the flying, neon unfriendly skies.
1: Yeah, so this is a boss for stage two, and we—it's ha- like a giant uh, pterodactyl, and th- there's an illustration in here. It looks like he's like sitting on the pterodactyl and just like crushing its skull in with a mallet at the same time. <laughs> thank you, th- Which th- is th- nice.
0: thank you for flying United. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm not an elderly Asian man. Did you hear you listen to the beginning of the video When he's like squealing And he pulled out Did you hear that No. He's like makes this high pitched squeal He's
0: like (laughs) Is that like the Asian doctor battle cry
1: I guess It's just like when he's like You know up against the corner and just squeals out? I don't know.
0: They learned that in med school. You can't do any harm, but you can make yourself appear imposing to fend off threats. Mm. It's <laughs> your defense. <laughs> he tried to do the sonic scream from one of these video games. Okay. Alright, let's
1: talk about this weird-ass uh, ape. At the oh, top of yeah. uh, page 89. The angry ape.
0: That second screenshot. Where his eyes are bulging out like battle toads.
1: Why is he? It look like, is he wearing a, like a feather boa around his neck?
2: It does look like it, doesn't it?
1: It's just his bulging, or like a hood and it's scarf. Just,
0: it's just his bulging neck muscles.
2: Maybe the but it, maybe the pterodactyl crapped on him, and it's just slowly running down his face.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's weird looking. Okay, next game is uh, Disney's The Jungle Book. Yay! For, Nintendo Entertainment System. Another prehistoric-looking game.
2: Oh, yes. that's not fair.
0: Well, that's the Jungle but, Book. I mean, that's not going to look like any cities or levels. Or It's just more rocks and vines and trees and shit.
2: Yeah. It looks pretty decent for it, it, game. It, it, Nintendo it, it game. It, it was a good game. I, oh, you had this game? Yes, I didn't have it. My cousins had it, or we rented it. I can't quite remember. But
0: oh, so you couldn't throw it.
2: No, I can't try. <laughs> you had to
0: give it back to the store.
2: Yeah, it it was hard. I mean, the 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 bit where Mowgli is swinging on the vines um, is, I mean, the rage, the rage, <laughs> the red <laughs> mist, because um, uh, 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 it was really fucking hard. And you would think that by letting go at a certain point you'd be able to sort of get to the next one and then you couldn't and then obviously it's a nez and you have to go back and oh just and I couldn't throw it so yeah but yeah it was cute it was good I liked it although what I read which I don't remember was that one of the the (laughs) biggest criticisms on it was that there was not enough Baloo (laughs)
1: Not enough blue.
2: Not enough Baloo the bear.
1: <laughs> How much blue Was that your criticism?
2: No, that was apparently because I was I was going back through it and was like, have I played this? And I went back and I checked through it, and yeah, I've I've had a go on it a couple of times and it was just people were really upset that Baloo the bear wasn't in it more, I'm thinking, well, okay, I, I, maybe I go had... I guess what they had to think?
0: pare this game down because of hard drive space. They had to narrow it down to the bare necessities.
2: Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fact
0: that you climb this tree and it turns out like the branches are uh seemingly just more coils of the uh the boss car.
2: Yeah. That looks I, neat. I don't think we ever got that far. It was really—it was hard, but then I'm really shit at playing games, so, you know, that's why I get angry. Cause
0: oh, and it looks like it looks like Baloo is a boss for level four. Because you're going down the river, but instead of floating on Baloo, you're floating on these turtles, and you end up fighting Baloo at the end.
2: Oh, well, that's not nice, is it?
0: Baloo is a boss. Wow. That's a. That's a. That's a thing. And then level three is Treebop, where you get to fight. It looks like the. Uh, it looks like uh, W.B. Frog from the uh, Warner Brothers cartoons. The frog with the cane. He's like, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> I'm
2: going to have that song in my head now.
0: It's true. Really? You look at that thing and tell me it doesn't look like the frog holding up the cane.
2: I can't and even they, find it at the, the moment. It's
0: it's it, level six tree bob. It's page ninety six. Mammy, <laughs> I don't think he sings mammy.
2: <laughs> I mean, it like does. I, I, I know.
0: I mean, they were racist <laughs> back in Warner Brothers, but I don't think they would be that obviously racist. Welcome to the WB.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it does look like the frog, yeah.
0: Yeah, WB Frog. Just. Yeah. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey.
2: Everybody's... Oh, it's
0: Michigan B Frog. Everybody's doing a Michigan rag.
1: <laughs> Mammy. Oh, <Okay.
0: laughs> God. I love how you got to fight King Louis. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it would. Be,
2: I, Okay. It
0: would be nice if you get to uh, fight King Louis and you get to hear like the uh, ooh, ooh, "Ooh, I wanna be like you." Ooh, ooh. I wonder if they got that uh, the rights to that song. And then apparently the last boss is uh, Sheer Khan, but instead of attacking you in the jungle, he just sits there on a, a ledge or something. And something they're not doing a very good job.
2: Yeah, we we, we never got anywhere near that playing
1: it. All right. It's hard. Should we move on to the players' pull contest here? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Third prize, you can win a world-class Nintendo Power t-shirt. Second prize, as, a, you can as win opposed win the, the... As
0: opposed to the sub-grade t-shirts yes. we've won for the last 57 issues.
1: Not for the, if, not for the regular ones. <laughs> Second prize, you can win an official World Cup USA 94 finale soccer ball. Uh, You can win a a World Cup USA 94 duffel bag, World Cup USA 94 for your Super Nintendo from U.S. Gold. And then grand prize is get your kicks at the World Cup. So you go to see the world's best soccer stars compete in the World Cup final matches in Los Angeles. Take home an official World Cup USA soccer ball and duffel bag and score World Cup USA 94 for your Super NES from U.S. Gold. Why is
0: there a dog on it? I don't know. Are, are there animals playing this game, or is it actually... I think it played? was
1: required to release a game in 94... 93, 94, you had to have a mascot.
0: Huh. Because you,
1: you couldn't have a player on there. No. Well, you had to, to pay money to have player, a real player on there. Dude, just have a programmer in a friggin' striped shirt and shorts on the field. <laughs> they obviously thought uh, illustration was better.
2: <laughs> I suppose in the UK you could pick out of huge lineup of soccer um players to go on the front but i'm assuming you don't have that many high profile footballers as we would call it here <laughs> do you i don't know maybe uh, that's why there's a dog
1: pele pele
2: pele be- believe me, I am not the standard on knowledge here. Pele. I wasn't going
0: sound... to suggest David Beckham.
2: N- well, no. He's more concerned about his hair, isn't he?
0: <laughs> Jeez.
1: Okay, top 20. Princess, why don't you take us through?
0: John is listening to this episode in the future, just fucking frothing.
3: <laughs> no, he's
1: not. He's not listening to this
3: issue.
1: You know it. I know it. Okay. Princess, take us through the top five or so of uh, Super Nintendo.
2: Okay. Uh, in at number one. Oh, no. Should I start at number five? Build up to a crescendo.
1: However you want to do it.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's go at number five. We've got Super Mario Kart. The races are back on track and speeding their way back to the top. At number four, we've got Super Mario All Stars, uh, four games in one game pack. Super Mario All Stars offers something for everyone. I loved that game. Oh, it's so good. Oh, The Legend of Zelda is a link to the past. Link Super NES Inve- Adventure is bringing in the points even after two years on the charts. At number two, you've got Mortal Kombat. Uh, tough choice between two great fighting games. So you can pretty much guess. Which one is number one? It's Street Fighter Two Turbo, and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the nineties <laughs> <90s> right there.
1: <laughs> All right, Mike, take us through Game Boy. All right,
0: number five, Tetris Two. Number four, Kirby's Dreamland. Number three, one of my favorite games, Kirby's Pinball Land. And then number two, an even closer favorite, Super Mario Land 2, the six golden coins. And then number one, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Despite what the princess says, Fuck this game, game is great! Fuck It
1: that is hopeless. No, you're wrong. Fuck no. Bad no. game! Bad princess!
2: You, that no, is the only, I will fight you. No, that is the only Zelda game I've ever played, and it is responsible for me never playing another <laughs> one. Play Legend of Zelda Link to the
0: Past for the Super Nintendo. It's a good palette cleanser. It's got cotton. Why would that be the only score. Zelda
1: game you played? <laughs> because I'm special. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trying to pull the Brandon defense on me? What's with the Zelda hate? Play Legend of Zelda for the Super Nintendo. If you don't like it at its very friggin' best, then you've got a legitimate complaint.
2: Fine. Okay. Fine. Fine. Alright,
0: for the All right. NES. The so next time we have her on the show. She'll be telling us about The Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Very
1: good. Yes. Five. Homework. Five. All right. Number five, TMNT 3, The Manhattan Project. Turtle Mania is back again. TMNT 3 jumps eight paces and into the top five. Number four, Legend of Zelda. As soon as you get to the end of Link's first game, you just want to play it again.
0: Uh, Well, I did. I don't know if I wanted to, but I wanted to uh, be complete. You could play Second Quest.
1: Yeah, I did. It was. Okay. <laughs> number three, Super Mario Brothers 3. Mario may have slipped a little, but third place is still a great showing. Number two, Tetris 2. The puzzling action just keeps coming and coming. Is there an end to <laughs> this great game?
2: <laughs> Sorry.
1: And number one, Kirby's Adventure. Kirby is king. He's tough enough to fight his way back to the top spot. You know, knocking Nintendo off the throne. Is a, is a pretty mean feat Yeah It's pretty good
0: But you know The, all game, right. the game did it
1: it was, it was a good game So let's dig in On the now playing section Do we want to go over The ones that we just Didn't feature in this issue Nah or? I'm fine with talking About all of them Less confusing Alright uh, I guess I'll get started With the Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball So we're just going to go Through the positives And negatives here Great animation and play control combined with the best options in any Super NES baseball game. The AI is unmatched by other baseball sims. It's both realistic and fun with battery backed up memory. However, the game does not include the MLBPA, so the Players Association, license, but it does have an editor so you can change player names. Some purists might not like the fact that the season stats are kept for only one team.
0: (laughs) And then I'll talk about the Turn and Burn No Fly Zone. It says realistic cockpit graphics and exterior views the controls are easy to master but they also seem realistic however the missions don't offer much tactical variety for the pilot princess tell us about star trek and your effervescent bald beautiful boy
2: he's so pretty okay the game uh in uh <laughs> sorry you throw me right off right up
0: right <laughs> at the gate I started all the blood, all the blood was not in her brain when after I started mentioning Patrick Stewart, I found a weakness.
2: (laughs) The game closely resembles the hit TV series in many ways. The story is involving away team adventures, are varied and fun, good sound and graphics, but the action battles occur too often, involve little strategy, and slow down the game.
3: All
0: right, Ben tell us about
1: <laughs> time tracks. The game of the, epi- of the episode has to be time tracks. So they say we're uh, fun on the TV show. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, however, the gold tokens collected for the mash tea combat doesn't seem to have any purpose. So the thing they told you to do doesn't give you anything. <laughs> no, not like a golden
0: fist with superpowers or something. Just like you get a metal shiny. You get a shiny. Yay! Yay. Ah, Ninja (laughs) Warriors. Okay, it says, easy to play, cool characters. However, it's neither challenging nor inventive.
2: Okay. Excalibur. Yep. Uh, Variety of play is impressive, especially with two-player battle mode, which is like a street fighting game. Good play control. But in the screen, I'm at it again. It's because Patrick Stewart's out the corner of my eye. In the scrolling game, the six stages are fairly similar. Game time for most players will be fairly short.
1: And then we have Rocco's Modern Life, Spunky's Dangerous Day.
3: Spunky.
2: So
1: this is, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Do you know, I actually had, um, so I had stuffed animals and uh, <laughs> as a kid growing up. Okay. Yeah, and one of them was a, a beaver I, just, I shit you not I had a, a beaver That I named Spunky <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you had a Spunky beaver
1: <laughs> I did I didn't realize what that was slang for Until much later <laughs> <laughs> Or beaver for that matter didn't realize yeah. yeah. I had a double beaver. dose oh, yeah.
0: I, I, I remember renting that video In the 90s <laughs>
1: The Seymour Butts one, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, spunky baby that's pretty good. So tell All us right. about
0: this, this penis-headed wallaby.
1: All right, it says, this is a very clever idea of some challenging puzzles to clear. The graphics based on the Nick, Nick cartoons look great. The password allows you to skip uh, levels you've already completed. However, play control has too much drift, so you never feel as if you have good control over Rocco. Since many of the puzzle elements require precise control, the game can be overly challenging.
0: What the fuck was it with games in the night, with Super Nintendo games, where you had all these graphics helping you out, but then they just thought, let's make every single fucking thing from Bebe's Kids to Rocco, anything animated, we're just going to give them, we're just going to make it ice levels. Even if they're on the beach in summer, it's going (laughs) to act like ice levels. It's like, did it really give them that much trouble in the coding to just give them some fucking traction? Apparently, I'm alone in that thought. OK. Uh, so <laughs> Bill Walsh, college football. Excellent play control. You can play using past national championship teams. The player, multi-five player, multi-tap option is great. Passwords save an 11-game session. The play selection screen graphics are difficult to read. The on-game graphics aren't as sharp as Madden NFL 94. Real school names and logos are not used. Princess, please tell us about Space Ace.
2: (laughs) It has great graphics. It could be straight out of a cartoon or comic book. But the the play control is unforgiving. One slight misstep and Dexter bites it. Bites? Oh, bites Okay, also bites what? As a result, you'll spend a lot of time <laughs> covering the same ground. <laughs> okay,
0: sorry. Uh, Space Ace, the, uh, the beautiful animated Don Bluth style laser disc game, is brought to the Super Nintendo, and just like uh, uh, Dragon, what was uh, no uh, The uh, Dragon's Quest? No. Dragon's Lair. This was uh, another Super Nintendo version of the Laserdisc game, which did not translate well, Mm. apparently. So, Ben, tell us about Natsume Championship Wrestling.
1: Good graphics, lots of moves. However, no real wrestlers, complex play control.
0: Pirates of Dark Water. Excellent character graphics and some interesting elements like the action in the background and the obstacles and traps that you can make use of in your fighting strategy. However, the enemies are not very challenging, but they look great. The animation is stiff and depth perception can be difficult when you're fighting on the edge of a cliff reminiscent of Battletoads games.
2: <laughs> okay. Princess, uh... tell us about the bases. <laughs> well, first base, everybody. No, anyway, <laughs> the infield animation—it's
1: a different podcast.
2: Yeah, the infield animation looks great, but even with the even with the DSP, it is slow. You can create your own team. Great stance. In spite of the DSP chip, Superbase is loaded as slow play, um, especially in the infield. And there are no licenses to add a sense of rea- re- reality because <laughs> I can read. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice And then we have Super Chase Headquarters Which says uh, Okay, I gotta read the synopsis here Criminal elements have taken to the road once again And you're just a cop to drive them to justice You'll race after the getaway car Which has a dramatic lead And ram it into submission Once you catch up to it oh, yeah. Pro tip, not a great yeah. DD move <laughs> Good <laughs> says, so good graphics, passwords. However, driving control doesn't feel very realistic, and the game is not overly challenging.
0: And they do a great job of showing us these good graphics with no fucking screenshots. No screenshots. <laughs> OK, now back to the, uh, the Jolly Juggalo. We are talking <laughs> Super Pinball behind the mask. Why is there a mask and a pinball? Anyway, the look, the feel, and the sound is real pinball. Lots of bonus opportunities. However, the 3D perspective of the entire pinball machine being shown on one screen is a bit unusual. But the speed of the ball seems realistic, whether it's in the back or the front. <laughs> yeah, it is. Mm. Okay, so Princess, tell us about your tell us about the pole position. Or we're just <laughs> we're developing a theme here.
2: Position myself on the pole. Um, this was actually a really good game. Um, Formula One pole position. Good steering control, a fun two-player racer, uh, but the narrow view can make it difficult to see upcoming turns, which, yes, I'd agree with that.
0: All <laughs> right. What do we know about Super Troll Island, Ben?
1: Uh, besides uh, the, the the last boss being Donald Day Trump.
2: <laughs>
0: Good and graphics. Apparently they like green. Yes, this not, uh, not a good color for a uh, menu background.
1: No, it says good graphics and some engaging puzzle solving. But the theme is targeted to younger players. A password lets you save stages. However, there isn't much challenge to, to many of the puzzles. The troll theme is dated.
0: All right, fun and games. Fun and Games has lots of variety for younger players and artists, but none of the game's puzzles or creative tools are very complex, and more advanced gamers may find them too limited. However, you need the Super Nest Mouse for decent control, and if you have the mouse, most likely you also have Mario Paint. <laughs> so in other words, you whatever, what you need to really enjoy this game requires you to have a much better game. <laughs>
1: Okay, Princess, you want to take the next one?
2: Okay, Soccer Kid. Uh, soccer fans should inv- should enjoy the theme and graphics. Soccer Kid uses unique methods to make his way in the world. <laughs> that sounds really kinky. This theme isn't <laughs> for everybody. Don't confuse the action game with a soccer sports game. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I, I like this idea of, like, soccer is a fighting thing. Just like yeah, I'm gonna walk around and beat people up with my soccer ball. It's kind of kind of of like a unique, active Dennis the Menace thing to it.
2: Yeah, I've actually
1: yeah, I've actually played this game on uh, emulation. It's not bad. It's like a decent uh, platformer. It's kind of interesting to use the ball for, uh, you know, as a weapon kind of thing. (laughs) It's really good graphics too.
0: Wonder why we haven't seen more of it. (laughs)
1: Well, oh boy, we're
0: going downhill now. We've lost the Super Nintendo world, and now we're talking the Jungle Book. Excellent animation and play control makes Jungle Book one of the best NES action games in a long time. Great Good thing you put on a dying console. Great variety of stages. Action and Disney fans will love it. No, because they've already moved on to the Super Nintendo with Aladdin.
1: Mm -hmm. However, it says, Baloo doesn't sing. (laughs) Great price. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mario's Time Machine, it uh, is another edutainment one. They, all they say about it was, a better action interface than Mario's missing for the NES. However, the appeal of the game is very young, but young players may not have the reading skills to work through the clues.
0: Also, known as, yeah, also known as Lucas Syndrome, where you try to make something for kids, however, it just requires too much, it's too much of a barrier for entry for the kids, making it for nobody. Just like he did with that stupid prequel. It's just like, we're gonna have a Jamaican we're gonna have a Jamaican space bunny in it, so all the kids are gonna laugh, but we're gonna bore them for the first thirty minutes with trade embargoes and politics. Right.
2: Anyway
0: <laughs> okay, okay, so Princess, tell us about the Blues brothers. Have you seen the Blues Brothers movie?
2: Uh I haven't, but my um <gasps>
0: <laughs> I think maybe Ben should tell us about this one then. <laughs>
2: Well, my husband's godfather is in a Blues Brothers tribute band. So, I kind of know the look of that sort of, no, I haven't. Okay. Seen okay. It.
0: Sorry. Okay. Okay, you, you get you there. you get the game back. Tell us about it.
2: Okay. This is a solid platform game with lots of challenge. But the Blues Brothers theme doesn't add anything to the game and seems dated. Then <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. It's a Blues Brothers game. You're going to have a Blues. Oh, God. What?
1: What? You the ability to speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're over there?
2: Yeah. That Did you just, just have an
0: orgasm? No. It, I think it was a ragegasm.
2: It was. It was oh, a ragegasm. Okay. It's just. Okay. It, the, it just. Ugh. It's a Blues Brothers game, so it's going to have a Blues Brothers theme. So if you don't like that sort of thing because you find it dated, you wouldn't buy it in the first place.
1: Well, it is weird to come out with a game based on a property that hasn't really been around since the early 80s. And yeah. It's 94 now. Yeah. It's odd property to use
3: to Yeah, yeah
0: really and strange. it just says, like, it's like the Blues have nothing to do yeah. with the action at all. Like You could have just put in like a, a caveman or a guy in a snowsuit doing the exact same things and it wouldn't have changed it at
1: all. Yeah. Ugh. Mike, tell us about Tip-Off. Just a tip?
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, it says a fairly
0: realistic full-court basketball game with some interesting options. However, the game can be quite challenging due to the difficulty of controlling passes and shots. Quarters are very short and games...
1: There our games are therefore low scoring. I, I thought tip off. Was, I thought tip off would be a game about circumcision. <laughs> it's like a mini game, you know.
2: Dirty.
0: <laughs> no, t- tip off is like a tip off is the WikiLeaks simulator.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, I got it. So, uh oh, for dear. a Game Boy game, it's got an
0: overhead shot of a ball being dunked, which for a Game Boy is like an impressive. Screenshot.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good actually. That is pretty good. Okay,
0: so who
1: handles the prehistoric man?
0: Well,
3: I'm
1: <laughs> handling the prehistoric man.
3: <laughs>
0: <Okay>.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: excuse me. I thought the princess would uh, want to be handling the man, but.
3: All
2: right. Well, I you it's, know I don't want to get <laughs> so it. It's fun. Th- 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 there's too, too good much. Good graphics and play con-
1: Fun, good graphics and play controls, plus some entertaining stages and hidden areas. However, arrows indicate the arrival of monsters, which diminishes the challenge. Some backgrounds were so dark that you could hardly see your prehistoric man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look at the scores here. What's the. Oh my god, Tip Off got a 1.5 per play control.
3: <laughs> and there,
1: it doesn't even crack a 3 in the rest of the categories. That's really bad.
0: That, that is, that's the fucking lowest thing. I've, I've never seen anything touch a 1 before. Mm
1: hmm. Oh. Pirates of Darkwater did pretty good. It got a 3.9 for play control.
0: 2.5 was the highest any any other field that it got. Yep. Oh. Jungle, Jungle Book came out great, though.
3: Wow. Excalibur
1: did better than I thought. It got a 3.8 in uh, graphics and 3.5 in play control.
3: So- yeah, yeah, Jungle King, Book did really well.
0: Soccer Kid didn't do well. For, there's a lot of games that didn't do well for play control. Star Trek, the next generation, got 2.4 for play. Yeah. But it did excellent for everything else.
3: Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. And uh, Space Ace got high points for graphics, but like I mentioned before, anytime you take a Laserdisc game and you translate it to a Super Nintendo game, it doesn't work. Mm
1: -hmm. No, it doesn't work.
0: And uh, Soccer Kid got uh, low points for everything except graphics. And even that one wasn't that impressive.
1: Okay, so let's go into Packwatch. The first section is talking about something called Project Reality. Mm-hmm. So, this is uh, them beginning to talk about um, their I- ideas around graphics. So they don't actually use they upcoming sixty-four bit Project Reality system. So that's this is when they're talking about uh, the N sixty-four. Yeah. yeah. Um, they actually use this technology for Dunkin' Country though, so which we'll talk about later in the yeah. uh, season here. And
0: they mm-hmm. talk about why they chose to use Mega Chips rather
1: than CD-ROMs. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I found that really, really interesting because this was this, the, along the same uh, generation plane as the uh, Sega Saturn, but also mm-hmm. the the uh, first PlayStation, the Sony right. PlayStation. Well, uh,
0: well, Princess, if you've been listening to the uh, earlier episodes, they talked about the next system... Uh, for a Super Nintendo add-on, which would be using a CD-ROM uh-huh. attachment. And because of uh, corporate screw-ups, they decided they were hiring Sony to make the CD-ROM for them. And by the time uh, it was about almost done, they were just decided to uh, t- uh, give, a, give it up to Philips instead. Yeah. Before they gave up the idea of CD-ROMs, mm. which meant that uh, Sony, out of spite... Like, they wanted to scrap the CD-ROM, but the main developer was just like, No, fuck are you! And, <laughs> he was t- and he just decided, just out of pure spite, we're going to launch this CD-ROM-based game system anyway. And he managed to secure first- and third-party developers to support it, and it was the PlayStation. Yeah. So we got the PlayStation because of Super Nintendo's corporate fuck-ups, and one <laughs> Japanese guy who did not obey the board of directors... And just decided out of pure spite to push this thing forward, but creating a <laughs> massive gaming juggernaut today.
2: In Japan, yep. though, didn't they release, the, and it always makes me laugh, the 64 Double D? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Dolly Parton? Uh,
2: well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did. And they did. correct me if I'm wrong, was that not a bolt on that could play um, CD ROMs? But in the end, there were hardly any games for it.
1: It was not CD-ROMs. They used another kind of diskette. I forget what it's I called. I can't remember. But, um, they had. They were in another kind of like plastic cartridge type thing.
3: Mm. Yeah. So they
1: also, uh, in this article, take the opportunity to badmouth uh, Sega, at mm. least. Yeah. Says, Sega's announced Saturn, only a 32-bit system, will cost about twice as much as Nintendo's vastly more powerful system in large art because it has a CD-ROM drive.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then, snap. And then, and then for, more, uh, for more insult, they decide to compare a space shuttle, which is capable of 16,000 miles an hour, to a snail, which is .008 miles per hour. By telling us the uh, the difference in access time between CD-ROMs and ROM chips is staggering. Imagine a space shuttle traveling at sixteen thousand miles an hour. The difference in speed between the space shuttle and a snail is the same as the difference between a ROM silicon chip and a CD-ROM—a difference of about two million times. In ninety minutes, the space shuttle can circle the globe. Hmm. The snail will travel about sixty feet. The next time tells you. The next time someone tells you CD-ROM is the wave of the future, tell them the future doesn't belong to snails.
2: <laughs> oh. Wow Laying
0: the smack
2: But they, With the cartridges You don't have things like The loading screen which you have With the CD-ROMs right. which you have <clears throat> with the Playstation But The other way round with the Playstation You had things like cutscenes for the first time Which were mm. I mean the first time I played on a Playstation It absolutely blew me away Because you had these really meaty cutscenes That looked really really good
0: and i think it's worth the 10 second wait
2: yeah it's you know (laughs) that whole 10 seconds of the life that you lose you get to have things like cutscenes, and it really adds to the story and um i was reading something somewhere about this because i've always been interested as to why nintendo kept trying to justify this route when nobody else was using it and um, a lot of people Put the turn in Nintendo's fortunes down to that decision to use the cartridge instead of the CD-ROM. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's me and, being uh, a nerd. <laughs> oh,
0: that's true. <laughs> and now, uh, oh boy, oh, I'm salivating right now. Final Fantasy three from SquareSoft. Mm. Touted as the biggest Final Fantasy game ever in Japan, Final Fantasy 6, which will be released in this fall as Final Fantasy 3, made an early landfall when it arrived at the watch desk. Currently, the producers at Square are translating and rewriting the 700 pages of text and making graphic changes to enhance the play for American gamers. The pictures here are shown of the finished Japanese game. What is clear from the moment you plug in the pack is that this game will blow away fans of Final Fantasy 2 and Mystic Quest with its superior graphics. Oh, that's true. Final Fantasy 2 was okay. Mystic Quest was a joke. This game is just fucking phenomenal. Especially at the <laughs> beginning. We're well, right at the beginning, uh, it starts off with a Mode 7 intro as these uh, three war machines are making way to lay siege to a mining town. And you're leading them. And it just has this amazing, beautiful music playing while the machines are making their advance to the town. And uh, yeah, this game is easily one of the best. I'd have to say it's the best Final Fantasy game that's ever come out. Music, graphics, characters. It's just phenomenal. And uh, then when you get an airship, of course, it has Mode 7 flight. But it says for a story, it's a fascinating mix of myth and technology, magic and reality. This Final Fantasy world was passed through an age without magic, and they developed the mechanical technology. But now certain people are using magic again, and it's causing problems. What makes this game even more promising is a variety of play. You'll meet up other characters and parties. You can join any of them, and by doing so, change your course towards the conclusion that is common to all the paths. Yeah, because at this uh, one point when you meet like eight or eight, Characters, then you're just like, Well, how am I going to have eight characters in a uh, three party system? But then they just like hit this wonderful break where you get to where you have to play all like each of the characters, like maybe two or three characters each in their own story as you get to the same point, so that you get experience with each one's style. So by the time it all comes to the end, you can make an informed decision as to who you want. That's clever.
2: yeah, that's good.
0: It's pretty fucking boss. This game is like a 10 out of 10 for me.
2: I haven't played, yeah, it's all I right. haven't played three. Oh, you bitch. Oh!
0: <laughs> I was talking to him, not you.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I played it. Nah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Ugh. Final Fantasy is better. Yeah. This is my thought.
2: Agreed. Okay.
0: Uh, Unless she plays uh, this, that's not an informed opinion.
1: (laughs) Airstrike Patrol is next. It's another jet, overhead jet simulator type thing. World Cup USA '94, which we already glossed over. Mm. It's a soccer game. We have Rise of the Robots, which is a fighting game that has realistic uh, 3D graphics. It has uh, ray tracing, state of the art ray tracing techniques, and 3D perspectives so it's, 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 that's coming soon so hopefully we get to take, take a look at that then we have Kirby's Tee Shot which I never is, heard of this is this ever released?
2: I've a golf game I've never yeah
1: it's, it's like a putt putt game with Kirby but you like
2: <laughs> that looks so cute
1: Kirby's not golfing you use go, Kirby as the ball oh uh-huh. I thought Kirby
0: would inhale the ball and shoot
1: it the basic idea is to put Kirby in the hole when I'm around
0: Kirby is the hole
3: yeah
1: (laughs) (sighs) we have a Spectre which looks terrible it's a 3D kind of like Battlezone ripoff
0: oh my god it looks like it, it looks like the friggin prototype menu for an actual game
1: ugh then we have, uh, for Game Boy, Monster Max, which is an isometric-looking uh, adventure game. Oh, it's a puzzle, puzzle action. Mm. Interesting-looking. Then we have uh, Clay Fighter Tournament Edition coming up for the Super Nintendo. Because, of course, if you, put out a f- if you put out a
0: fighting game, then you have to put out a tournament edition. Which, what's the real difference?
1: And then they also briefly discuss uh, Barkley Shut Up and Jam. Breath of Fire, Dragon Warrior 16-bit. So I'm that can't be Dragon the name. <laughs> for the uh, Super Nintendo as yet unnamed. Looks great. That's the 16-bit conversion of Dragon Warrior 1 and 2. So that's what it, that's why they call it Dragon Warrior 16-bit. Okay, well, it looks great. Super Pitfall. Then we have a Speedy Gonzales game coming out. A Battletech <laughs> game. <laughs> the, the
0: final boss in Speedy Gonzales is a wall.
1: <laughs> oh. we have some kind of game called uh, Crazy Chase and then uh, another Super uh, Street Fighter 2 game Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo
3: mm.
1: and let's see here It's coming up next issue they're talking about um, Super Metroid which is the feature game as we've discussed they also have the Jetsons Invasion of the pirate, Planet Pirates Joe and Mac Two, Bonk's Adventure for the Nintendo, and then for Game Boy, don't miss us talk about Black Ass Blurfishing. I mean Black Bass blur Fishing.
3: <laughs> and then
1: uh, we've got a, I have another advertisement here about uh, Power F- Power Fist ninety four. <laughs> and uh, oh, let's do the trivia here about uh, the game, the ending game um, screens. I'll look at the answers, and you guys try to guess. So, what do you think? Uh, this is a final screen here. Number one, what do you think that is? The uh, end.
2: Um. Uh. No idea. Nope.
1: Flashback: The Quest for Identity. Never heard of that game. That's the one that we talked about. That's like kind of like a, a sequel of sorts uh, to Another World, Out of This World.
0: Still,
3: yeah.
0: Okay. So number two. Oh, I can use i can guess this one. What about you, Retro? Uh.
3: <laughs>
2: all right, uh, I'll go. <laughs> I'm just struggling to—is that Duck um,
0: Dodgers? Him. Duck
1: Dodgers.
2: Oh, twenty-third and
1: a half century.
2: Yo, oh, bollocks! What's it called?
1: Daffy said. Duck the Marvin missions. Yeah, that. Yeah, his Duck Dodger things. <laughs> okay, number well, three—what's number three? What's number three?
2: Looks like the moon.
0: (laughs) If the moon was a big pink marble with acne.
2: Yeah, (laughs) you know.
1: It's Star Fox. Yeah, good job.
2: Oh, I don't like that. I don't like Star Fox.
1: Boo.
0: Boo. Okay, number four. (laughs) Uh, I guess like since It's, it's Daffy getting blown up, so I guess it's gonna be Rabbit Rampage.
1: Oh my God, that was a good one. Yes. (laughs) Buzz Lightyear, Rabbit Rampage. Okay, number five. Should be easy. I'm letting I'm
0: letting Retro have her chance because I know this right off the friggin' bat.
2: Well, you you have it then, because I've been naked.
0: Mega Man X. Um. Yeah. Okay, number six. Okay, Princess, if you don't get this one, you don't deserve your name. Number six. Oh wait, wait, six? Uh, Oh, yeah, six. I didn't see that
1: one. Um I got nothing on that one. Nah. I already gave you a hint earlier. I mentioned this game already. Out of this world? Yes, Out of this world. Okay, and number it looks seven. Just like the
0: other, it looks just like the other end menu game. <laughs> I,
1: I know, right? Okay,
0: Princess, number seven. This is your name. If you don't get this.
2: Uh, pr- it's got an image princess? of Mario, Peach, and Luigi. Princess, see, I never got to the end of games, so this is really fucking hard. Stop um, throwing them
1: and keep throwing so them. It's oh. 1994. Uh, what Super Nintendo game with uh, Mario characters? Mario would Stars? be out of this time.
2: Mario oh, Super
1: Mario World. Super Mario World. <laughs>
2: oh <laughs> yeah, <coughs> I actually okay, have number... that game as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not a thrower.
0: Not so. a thrower.
1: Okay, number eight.
0: Oh, I remember this one. This was uh, the stars coming through space after the end
1: of Final Fantasy II. Good job. Number nine.
2: Uh, You'll never it, get this one. Is it like an Olympic torch? Is it like... Looks like a...
1: Yes. What, uh, what season? Uh,
2: Winter Olympics? Yes, uh, yeah? Winter
1: Olympic Games. Congratulations. I got one right. You did. What's <laughs> number ten? Uh Oh, I know that font. That's from Legend
0: of Zelda, Link to the Past. Congratulations. Fox. Number 11. Okay. Should be easy.
2: It's, uh, well, uh... Castle, um... Oh, with the Nazis. With the, uh... <laughs> uh <sighs> I've had too much gin, I can't remember. It's
1: Wolfenstein 3D. Yes! That had Nazis in, right? right? It did. Alright, in the rear cover here, they have an advertisement for their sports games saying best sports, top names, major leagues, the hard-hitting realism, Mode 7, best slam, jam, rush, dunk, score, play over 100 sports super hits, here. And then we've got uh, some images of some box art. So I don't know if you guys uh, caught the link I sent you, this is probably why I was breaking up over Skype. But yes, I dug and found my original super power supplies catalog from this exact time period. Oh, uh, you're going to have to and talk I us sent through you, this. I sent you photos. So Mike, you should have a link on your messenger. Red Princess, you should have a link on your messenger as well.
2: Let's have a look.
1: OK.
0: Let's so us with this. a
1: few minutes we have left. So let's dig through here.
2: I haven't got So the cover. What's that? I haven't got one.
1: You haven't got it? The link should be sent to your Facebook page.
2: Oh, Facebook Okay. Uh, Okay. Just
1: Oh man, I gotta get this hoodie. So hold Um, on now. Don't don't jump your head. Okay. I don't kinda order it. I just took photos of it. I didn't do official scans.
2: I received a message, press. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the cover the cover is is very five minutes. Yeah, got it. Yes, I'm here. All
1: right. The the very beginning. The the cover here is a very early '90s multicolored squares where it's repeating superpower three times for each level. Each letter is its own box, and they have a blurred out uh, picture of a super Nintendo controller behind each one with a different color.
2: Second Andy Warhol print.
1: Yeah. So inside, (laughs) uh, they're talking about how to get the goods. It said, when you decide what you want, turn to the middle of the catalog and follow the instructions in the order form. Here's the best part. You can pay for all your stuff with money. Or you can use the superpower stamps to get things practically free. (laughs) So you can get stamps just for being a member of the club and subscribing to no Power. So if if you see a, a hole in the back of mine, it's because I had stamps, and I sent them in for something.
2: All right. Okay.
1: So... Right up front, we've got uh, something I wish I had had the money to get. It's the Star Fox Competition Game Pack for forty-five dollars. So this was uh, one that they used on the Star Fox tournament for the Super Week weekend, and basically has like the first level. Does just repeats, but it's a custom game that has the logo of the Super Weekend on the intro, and I think there's only less than hundred of these that they made. Wow. So these are really collectible.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, you can get the personalized Star Fox comic adventure, where they put your name in uh, featured with Fox McCloud. So they show an excerpt here, where um, uh, what's his name Pepper is uh, is talking to Welcome to the team, Jeremy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then uh, they've got uh, an Andross T-shirt. So the front of the T-shirt is Star Fox logo. The back has just like a screenshot from Star Fox where the R-wing is shooting it at an Andross cube. All right, Mike, what do we have in the next couple pages here?
0: Uh, what I want—a Zelda hoodie with a beautiful logo from Link to the Past, with that red Zelda font, the the Master Sword standing in front of the shield, and on top of that, we've got some other swag. We've got the baseball cap with that same logo. And a uh, t shirt with that logo, Mm -hmm. but no uh, full Zelda font, just the Z in front of the sword, Mm. which is kind of neat.
1: But no, I want that $30 hoodie.
2: Hmm. (laughs) All right,
1: Princess, what do we have in the next couple of pages here?
2: Uh, We've got Mario Madness. So we've got a uh, a watch on the left hand side, but I can't see what's on it. (laughs) We've got. It's
1: It's a holographic Mario. So right. move The watch around Mario moves.
2: Uh, around. Okay, uh, at the bottom of the page we've got Mario's hat as a cap um, with the M on it, and then there's a T-shirt with something on the sort of the breast pocket there, and on the back it's Yoshi. It's Mario's it's Yoshi
1: popping out.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then on the back it's uh, Yoshi's ass and Mario's ass. <laughs> and Mario's got his fist in the air, so I'm just assuming he's been fisting Yoshi and he's like riding into the sunset and Yoshi going, yeah. Well done. (laughs) Yeah. Power
3: fist.
1: Next page you've got, uh, you can order the Legend of Zelda graphic novel. So it's got everything from the past into Powers in a graphic novel. Um, you also can get the Super Mario Brothers Adventures graphic novel. You can get the Nintendo Power Index for $3.00. You can have a list of every single game. Or you can get a uh, really 90's funky looking uh, t-shirt that uh, has a uh, warped, two warped photos of the, the Super Nintendo controller on it. Yep. And on the opposite page, we've got some uh, for storage. You can get Super Power Club uh, magazine holder, a Super Power Club Super NES game pack rack, which is just like a plastic box, and then you can get a, a trading card uh, holder, so it's a little uh, keeper for your for your cards from the Super Power Club. And then Mike, what do we have for Street Fighter 2?
0: Oh, we got a Vega T-shirt and some Street Fighter 2 baseball caps, and a bag, a Turbo bag. It's a black gym bag tougher than blank on his best day. It comes with a nylon web shoulder strap, a huge main pocket, and a separate zippered pocket for extra gear like your Game Boy, a Zelda sweatshirt, or your lunch. I don't okay. see it pictured here, though. Oh, wait, yes, it's at the bottom. It uh, looks pretty neat. $20
1: for a gym bag? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, uh, next couple pages, they're selling a bunch of their player's guides. Uh-huh. So they have a game atlas. Uh, it just has another more list of their games, Mario Mania, which goes over Super Mario World. Uh, let's see here. We get Mario's whole history, how he came to be, his family tree. Interesting. I don't think so. <laughs> top secret passwords, players, password players guides gives you top secret shortcuts, passwords, and stage selects uh, for a bunch of games. You have a Super Nintendo players guide, whole volume of valuable tips. For the first 50 60 16 bit games. You have the same thing for Game Boy. And then you have a Mario Paint Players Guide. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Players Guide. You have a Link's Awakening Players uh. Guide. Oh uh. <laughs> uh, then we have the Super Mario All Stars Players Guide. Woohoo <laughs> and then the official Super NES game guide. I love which is a review of
2: I love guides like this. I love these little <laughs> collections of... I love it. Sorry.
1: (laughs) And then we have a review of 320 games in the official Super Nintendo guide. All right, Princess, what do we have on the the last uh, page here of of stuff?
2: Uh, We've got the club calendar and... Is it... How do you say that? Is it decals or decals? Yeah. Decals. Decals. Okay. and to be perfectly honest with you, I haven't got a fucking clue what either of those are. So, hey, uh, it's calendar and it's stickers for your <gasps> gamepad. <laughs> that's that's basically it. Um, the calendar yeah. is, it's got Star Fox. It's got Mario being eaten by some sort of red thing. It's got the lava uh, hippo. Yeah, it's got oh Zelda and it's got something else and then the <laughs> sticky things are
0: gin is not good for you
2: no the, st- <laughs> the, the, sticky st- things. the sticky things you've got one set that looks something like sports and is really shit you've got, <laughs> another... <laughs> you've got... <laughs>
0: you're our be- you're one of our best guests
2: Oh hush! It make me blush. Um, there's another one with Mario on it and some other shit. And there's another some one. Shit. There's another one, and it looks like it's for Game Boy. There's a Game Boy one which looks kind of cool. It's got Tetris bits on, and then there's a couple of other really wanky things down there that look really shit.
3: Wanky things. <laughs> Okay, and as
1: you can see, I, there's nothing really on the back. It's just some more pictures of it, and oh, right. I, I cut out the stamps.
3: Mm.
0: Ret- so. Retro, Gensess is a great guest today. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks
1: again so much for being on on with us. Uh, we appreciate you coming back. Was there anything you want to uh, uh, share with our listeners before we let you go?
2: No, not really. I'm not that exciting. <laughs>
1: Oh, I did have a I did have a question for you.
2: Oh, damn. Do people,
1: do people still say Brill over there? Brill. Yeah, it's like short for brilliant.
2: Yeah, they do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nice. Okay.
2: <laughs> it's Brill.
1: That's Brill.
2: Let's say Brill. All right.
3: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Mike, been did brill. you have anyone to add? <sighs>
0: No, just stay tuned for uh, the announcements of the uh, the new show I'm working on with uh, with a guest, and uh,
1: yep, keep listening. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Ben. I'm Mike.
2: I'm Princess. <laughs> and
1: now you're playing with power.
2: system. Now you're playing with power.
3: Engine. <laughs>